0: Steve Stevig is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Well, Steve, how, were you the, in the drama club when you were in high school?
1: I was in the drama club, um, and I went to two uh, like play festivals within BC. Nice. Um, yeah, in my high school acting. I career. was too.
0: I was not acting though. I was always uh, I did sound design. Then I actually went to school and did sound design for theater before I got into radio. So. I was a part of it too. I mean, so I uh, throw that out there. Hey, anyway, how you doing, Bud? How's Penticton right. treating you? What's going on, uh, Summer I'm City that well. you live in?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm doing well. It's hot. It's uh, it's 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 hot, but it's also really windy at night. And I thought I thought a really funny tie-in to the Cuban uh, the cars thing is there's a race scene in Cuba with Cuban those kind of um, kind of ramshackle Cuban cars that are thrown together mm-hmm. um, in fat, uh, Furious Seven, I think it is it's like uh it's one of the major car sequences in that one so yeah. nice
0: all just right there I, we go a little tie in thank you for tying it in what the hell should yeah, we watch no this weekend steve comes in and he <laughs> shares with us some of the suggestions of the good and in some cases the really really bad of the shows that are available for us to watch makes his recommendations let's get started um it only seems appropriate i like the show i like the first ones i found the other ones to be kind of weird i i you know but they're just so action-packed and cool uh, first one's Transformers. For centuries, our kind has stayed hidden on Earth. But darkness has found us again. So for a bunch of robots that really keep throwing themselves on the proverbial grenade and sacrificing themselves to martyrdom to save the world, mm-hmm. they sure keep coming back.
1: Yeah, and you know, if I'm like an OG Transformers fan, like I loved the original animated movie. It was big in my life as a kid, mm-hmm. um, and I was blown away when uh, Michael Bay and Shia LaBeouf did the uh, the the live action Transformers. And then it was kind of diminishing returns. I am acceptable on the second and third movie. Then they fell off a cliff with Mark Wahlberg for four and five, like an absolute cliff. And then Bumblebee came out and it was a solid film, Uh, you know, did a prequel set in the eighties. And now we're in the mid nineties, nine 1994, for Transformers Rise of the Beasts and this brings the Maximals in which is the Beast Wars uh, side of Transformers a show that came out in the 90s that I also loved as well and I was so entertained by this movie I, I feel like after Bumblebee which was a great movie in my opinion that they are they keep on rolling and, and, and making uh, kind of a new Michael Bayless uh, franchise and i i think it's for the better like it doesn't have that rotating camera that michael bay always loves to do in his film where you feel like you're in the middle of a cyclone trying mm-hmm. to watch a movie um they kind of back up when they show some of the action, so it isn't such a such really a tight downtown mess. yeah
0: moving so quick it's hard to follow yep
1: yeah exactly they kind of do away with that a bit and the movie's just cool like i i really liked it and there's some stuff in it that guarantees that there's going to be um, more of these movies in the future. Ryan
0: O'Donnell, are you a thumbs up? Are you going to see it? Yeah, is this part of the weekend oh, this weekend?
1: Oh. Uh, Shane, I'm going to see this movie. I am a, <laughs> I am a diehard Transformers fan there and uh, I love Beast Wars. It's a show okay. that you can't watch anymore because the visual effects are so bad now
0: mm-hmm. but
1: is so much fun and so I can't wait to mm-hmm. see that now right. watchable in today.
0: Two endorsements for you. Next on the list, strays. Hey, honey. You ever been with an Afghan before? I don't think so, thank you. Take it from me, kid. He left your ass. No, that can't be right. You are officially a stray. That would mean... Doug doesn't love me. Poor little guy. I should probably talk to him. I am a therapy dog. (laughs) (laughs) And this is looks... I saw the commercial for the first time today. Looks really Mm -hmm.
1: good. And I'm being shielded by uh, for the, from this movie by Penticton because we mm. didn't get it <laughs> at all. And I'm kind of all about this because it feels like super bad with dogs, like essentially like a a, a very R-rated uh, adventure romp with a bunch of dogs. Uh, And the main character is the sweet and precocious Reggie, voiced by uh, Will Ferrell, who has the absolute worst owner ever named Doug, who's played by Will Forte, one of my favorite comedy character actors of all time. And uh, yeah, this is the journey of uh, Reggie trying to get back to his owner uh, to maim him this time, not to love him. And uh, it just looks really funny, honestly. You know
0: why? Because dogs are better than cats. Ha ha! Take that, (laughs) shift heads. Um sidebar. Okay, next on the list, the wrath of Becky. It's been two years since four neo-Nazis invaded my family's lake house and
1: murdered my father.
0: I'm sixteen now. I've run away from three foster homes.
1: Diego, come. This is Elena Khan. I've lived with her for the past year.
0: All right. So scary, not scary. What's the deal?
1: This is, I would say this is action thriller, but there is a severe amount of gore in, mm. in, in the these Becky movies. Uh, this one being a sequel. I mean, that clip kind of catches you up on, on what the original Becky was about. And uh, this one has her kind of recovering from uh, the, the events of the first film, the, the death of uh, her father, And, of course, her dispatching Kevin James and the rest of his neo-Nazi escaped prisoners. Uh, And this one has her uh, basically taking another tale of revenge against almost like a Proud Boys, like, militia group, uh, led by Sean William Scott. And, I don't know, these movies are a lot of fun in just kind of a bloody mayhem sort of way and to have your action hero be this young girl kind of chewing the scenery uh played by lulu wilson who's just phenomenal in these movies um i could watch so many more of these movies if it's just her taking on like neo-nazi white supremacists like Mm -hmm. okay bring it on let's do the becky verse
0: that's cool that sounds like a um nothing like a little bit of spite and revenge right for a good thread for a bunch of movies Exactly. It's kind of like Taken, right? It's like watching those yeah. movies. It just you just yeah. can't
1: get enough of them for some reason. If if Liam Neeson can get what four movies, then we know we can get. Uh, or no, he did three movies, but all of his other movies kind of melt into the same. They're all kind, kind of, of the same. <laughs> then we can just keep. We can keep this. Like she's young. We can keep her going all through her thirties and then through nice. her forty. Like we can just. And, well, keep and then she has got to come
0: back as a grandma. She's yes, right. in her 70s, right? And come back it's... and still be spiteful for something that happened so long ago, yes. but now they're threatening her granddaughter? Like, dun dun. dot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Write that I down, like
0: somebody. It. We got a thing here. Uh, SteveStebbing.ca <laughs> for his website. Human Resources Season 2 is on Netflix.
1: I, like, believe in love, okay? <gasps> I'm Emmy, your new love bug. Nothing personal. We're just not big on love. Right, Sarah? Yeah. Love's so complicated and messy. <laughs> oh. Damn. Hey, if you're mad, then why did you do the
0: sexiest possible thing to me? Oh
1: <laughs> dear! Tell us about yes. it. Yes, yeah, this is a spinoff cartoon on Netflix. Uh, it's a spinoff of Big Mouth, which is comes from the uh, disturbed and depraved mind of Nick Kroll and his friends. Uh, and that show is about uh, you know uh, teens going through puberty and everything and all the embarrassing. Uh, pitfalls, but this one, this series, Human Resources, focuses on um, the manifestations of the the these little monsters that um, that the kids have to deal with all the time. But this is their home base office, so you got your hormone monsters, your shame wizards, your love bugs, your hate worms, all of these different creatures kind of coexisting, and it is so rude and crude. Uh, you have to be into this type of humor if you're going to even make it through season one because uh, those people that have seen these shows know how uh, far it can go because I really don't think that there's a line that they won't cross.
0: That's a good tip for everybody. Filter, put on the filter, filter, filter. Also on Netflix next, Never Have I Ever, season four.
1: I think we've really grown to being the poised, fearless women we always dreamed we'd be. Oh,
0: there's Bud, hide me you got to talk to him at some point. What's the deal with you two now? I cannot believe you. I assumed it was like a one-time thing. What's up, Davey? Hey, Paxton.
1: Wait, what? Paxton? Why God? This
0: is- All right, tell us about
1: it, Steve. Yeah, this is the final season of a show that was uh, created by Mindy Kaling uh, based on her uh, high school experiences and basically follows uh, Davey, a first-generation Indian-American uh, teen who uh going through the the pitfalls of uh senior high uh leading up into college and uh just she's kind of a a self-obsessed train wreck in a lot of ways uh but she uh this cast is so hilarious. I'm kind of sad that this is the uh, this is the final season. This is the last time we'll see these characters because I think it is a severely underrated show because I don't see it being kind of talked about as much as some of the big uh, Netflix shows like you and and uh, Stranger Things and everything. And I really do think it deserves, especially in these last episodes, deserves its flowers. So uh, people should check it out.
0: All right, Steve Stepping, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Some suggestions for you on some shows. Uh, probably the last one we have time for. I think it's interesting because what a colorful life he has led. Arnold is on Netflix.
1: I sold myself on that stage. Ladies and gentlemen, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thousands of people screaming. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold. And when you visualize something very clearly. You believe that you 100% can get there.
0: All right. Um, Fascinating. From so long ago to today, uh, what's it about?
1: Yeah, this is uh, about Arnold straight from the man himself. He narrates this one in a very intimate kind of one-on-one with the filmmakers. And... Uh, it, it goes all the way from the beginning, like his his childhood, through his teen years, through his starting in in, in bodybuilding and everything, uh, moving through to, to acting superstardom, politics, like everything in between. Um, and it's fascinating because I mean Arnold is a, as a, is, a, as a as a figure as as a star, has been in my life for a long, long time as far as me watching him on the screen. Um, so he's, he's kind of like that intimate movie part of my life that, that got me into everything. So, um, to, to kind of see his story, um, it, it's, it felt like a really important documentary. And I think that they did this one really well. Um, and, uh, so much humility and he even jumped into his scandals a lot. So I thought it oh, was really fascinating. Yeah.
0: Well, that's the part that's, uh, you know, he is so humble about so many things it seems, but then there are mm-hmm. some pretty wild moments in his life too that he really got it messed up yeah um, absolutely. there we go yeah so worth watching Artles on netflix